This is the podcast for lifestyle and design in Ottawa. Intimate stories from our guests, an opportunity to discover hidden gems, share and get advice, recommendations, and more. All designed to help you be the best you that you can be. Your host from OttawaDesigners.com, Sandria Blench. Hi, you're on OttawaDesigners.com. You're here today with my mother, Lucy Blench. How are you, Mom? Very well, thank you, dear. I thought I'd bring you into this podcast because there's nobody that I respect more or admire more than you as far as being a mother, as being a pioneer in the field of physiotherapy, and really just persevering with your dreams, never taking no for an answer. So I wanted to ask you, being a mom and a grandma right now, what is your biggest advice for a mother going forward raising your children? That's a very good question. I think you can only do it with your heart. Okay, so whatever comes in your heart usually is pretty uh, well the, the, the road to go. Okay, you can't overthink it because very often the variables aren't planned and you, you don't have a guidebook. So just do it from your heart and it's a pretty safe way to go. And now, as being a grandmother, how do you feel that the roles switch? Because we live together, you live with me, so that puts you in an odd role because you're, you know, you have the same uh, rule giving power as I do with the kids and stuff like that, but yet you're the grandma, so you don't want to do the punishing. What, uh, how has that role changed since you've become a grandma versus a mom? Well, it's, it's a, fairly easy transition because you're very proud to see your own child being a parent and you do want the, to leave them the space that, that they need because it is their children. As a grandparent, the advantage is that you don't always see uh, all the problems, everything as a big problem. You know that it'll, it'll work out on its own. So you're maybe a little bit more patient at times. On other times, you have a little less energy, so you're very glad to hand it over to the parent. Yeah. So now you persevered your entire career. You've owned your own businesses. You've, you know, done things that no other women did at the time. And you were told, don't do this, don't do that. And you still did it. Why at the time did you choose physiotherapy? What made you decide to be a pioneer in this field and go out on your own versus just becoming, you know, a standard position that women were holding at that time? Uh, that's interesting because really I didn't know much about physiotherapy. I, I was encouraged mostly by my father who really wanted us to con- pursue, my sister and I, pursue our university studies. And I always, always had an inkling to go to something medical, but I didn't want to go into nursing because at the time what I didn't want to see was people dying. So I wanted to go into a field of medicine that would hopefully make people get better And I found a brochure totally by accident about physiotherapy. And at the time, the big emphasis was massage, and um, but that you could help people with, with injuries. So that fascinated me, and I looked into it and thought, okay, that's, that's a field I think I want. There are, it's not very well known. I love things that are new. And um, it's a thing that, it's a career that I think will have growth. So I went in that direction. So now you did physiotherapy and then you decided to switch and move to the Queensway Carlton in mm-hmm. occupational health and safety. How did you decide to take something that you did for so many years and flip it into a different position and stay there for 10 years? Yeah. Well, 
actually it was a good continuum because I was in hospitals when I first started and in neurology. Then I, I loved neurology, but sometimes took worries about the, the children that had severe disabilities with me, and that would make me sad. So I, I switched to doing orthopedics, which I loved with a passion. And then I felt I wanted to go into my own clinic because I didn't want to have all the administrative rules and policies a hospital brings. And while I was doing that, I was able to work uh, representing the, the workers, working with lawyers, working with insurance companies, employers. And then I decided, okay, I've never seen the side where the employer has to greet the worker back into the working place. So this job got open and it was just full circle. I could prevent injuries and I could bring people back to their jobs. So it was wonderful. So now, no offense, mom, but you're getting older. Thank you, dear. (laughs) And you're still working. And I wonder why. Why do you continue working as you get older And what are you going to do when you stop? Because I know you can't stop, basically, Mm -hmm. and you're a workaholic. So Mm -hmm. what are you going to do for the remaining years when you do retire? Well, I'm still working because I still find that there's enjoyment and I'm helping people and I'm still learning. Okay, so those are my three cornerstones that, that guide me all the time. I never want to be bored. So therefore, work does stimulate my brain. And I feel it's a good example for my daughter, who is a workaholic, and for my grandchildren, hopefully. Um, So right now, I don't really have a date. I keep moving the date of retirement on the calendar. One day, it will fit, and then I will retire. What I'll do afterwards, I don't really know. Today... Actually, an idea came to me. Uh, I was talking with a colleague, and I thought, you know what? I want to work on cold cases with the police, where they wow. need volunteers uh, <laughs> that could could work a case that's gone yeah. dead. You know, and so that that might be a project where I would give my time. So you wrote a book that needs to be published really, really badly. How and when are we going to get this project on the go and get it out? And what legacy are you wanting to leave for us to remember you work-wise? Okay, work-wise? Work-wise first. Just enjoy what you're doing, and then it's easy. It's not work. Okay, so enjoy it. Sometimes, of course, you have to, to do things in work that aren't necessary, the enjoyment, because they're the stepping stone to something else. But find happiness and usefulness in what you're doing. As far as the book, yes, I have written little short stories, which were really intended for my daughter and for my grandchildren. I would love them to be published, but whenever I looked into publishing, it's far too expensive. (laughs) You almost have to pay to get your book published. Mm -hmm. So therefore, all I've done is photocopy it and Uh uh, pass it it to to them and to my friends and my nieces and nephews and their children. So we'll have to do that. (laughs) So now, as far as you as a person, what do you want us to, what values do you want to instill in us the most and what do you, matters the most for us to carry on from you? Okay, I think uh, the same one that was passed from my parents, which is 
um, live your life well because you're born with with your name and your name is everything so keep it solid keep it honest keep it truthful abide by by the truth as much as as you can um, and sometimes that that stings you but in the long run um, you're always respected so be true to yourself be true to yourself your be true to your goals be true to your family your friends mm-hmm. don't let people compromise on those values okay yeah. perfect Well, thank you so much with my pleasure joining me today and doing this interview with me. I'm going to have you on and off throughout this podcast whenever <laughs> questions come to mind. So prepare that you will be a regular viewer. Thank you and very thank much. Thank you very much. OttawaDesigners.com.